0: Um, good morning, guys. Um, uh, when you're hearing this episode, um, um the day would be, uh, September 11th, 2021. Um, it's very weird, um, because, um, I remember, um, uh, that day in 2001, like it was pretty much yesterday. Um, and it... To to know that twenty years has gone by like so fast within a blur, um, is is very, um, it's very strange. Um, so, uh, for you guys that don't follow the Instagram or the Facebook, um, this week's episode is going to be very different. Um, I'm not going to do any ads. Uh, I'm not going to do an intro song. I'm not going to do an outro. I'm not going to talk about my day. Not going to talk about anything else other than um, the topic that we have here today. Um, pretty much, I'm going to be reading off this article that I uh, read. Um, it's pretty interesting, so it's kind of, kind of like talk about. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read bits and pieces and chunks, and uh, along the way, talk about where I was at um, at that time. Um, so it says for Americans. And people watching around the world, September 11th, 2001 is a day that will never be forgotten. Within three hours, New York's tallest buildings were reduced to rubble. and the Pentagon, the nerve center of American armed forces was burning and partially collapsed. Thousands of civilians had lost their lives and were seriously injured. And the entire country was in collective shock. Still trying to make sense of how a coordinated act of terrorism of that magnitude was allowed to take place on American soil. Um, now, I know everybody has their conspiracy theories about what actually went on during 9-11, what was the truth, and, you know, this and this and that. I, I get that. Everybody has their conspiracies and stuff like that. and They're very interesting. You know, there's documentaries, there's movies, there's stuff like I get that, but um, we're not going to talk about that today, so... Um In the 20 years since 9-11, the events that occurred that morning have been analyzed in-depth from a thousand different angles. Even though the attack took place in an era just before mobile phones had valid or well, viable cameras, um, there are countless images and videos of the event. As well, we now have the 9-11 Commission Report, which complies interviews from over uh, 1,200 people in 10 countries and draws upon two and a half million pages of documents to present its findings. Um, yeah, it's weird that uh, that they said that, that. At that time, I mean, we had cell phones, um, but they were the whole, like, um, flip phones. You know, no cameras, no texting, um... You know, even at that time, there were still beepers. <laughs> um, you know, and pagers and stuff like that. Um, I, my parents had a flip phone. I remember that very well. But, like I said, back then, didn't have any cameras. And if it did, it was like a shitty camera. Um, you know, people had um, video, video cameras and, of course, like little um, Canon, you know, click and develop cameras throughout at that day. Um, but yeah, it's very weird to like realize like yeah, we didn't have phones back then. We didn't have um Twitter. We didn't have Instagram, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have uh YouTube. We didn't have an Apple phones, we didn't have, you know, this and that to um go live and show what was going on at um during that time. It's very weird because now in in our day and age Anything that goes on is on Instagram Live. It's on Facebook Live. It's on the news within hours, um, you know, or within seconds, really. Um, but at the time, it it was really different. Um, you know, me growing up, I was um, I was going to be eight at the time. My birthday is on September thirteenth, so I remember being in school. Uh, I think I was either in the third or fourth grade. I don't remember. I don't remember my teacher um but yeah it was just like any other day me being excited uh as a going to be eight year old kid um you know because his birthday was coming up soon and um yeah it was it was really weird you know it was really weird to like hear the adults talking about what happened and I'm like what's going on we had no clue what was going on at all um it says for many people younger than generation x um, 9-11 is a feeling, a grim milestone from their youth, but the details are more um, more likely fuzzy. The timeline visual, uh, visualization above is a high-level record of what happened the morning during the three hours when everything changed. So pretty much, yeah, for me, it was a little fuzzy. Um, you know, I was only eight, and at that time, you're just a kid. You don't know what's going on. You don't know the events going on in the world And it's crazy um, Kids who are 8 nowadays have iPhones and their own Instagram and Snapchat And TikTok and they know More information than I do They know what's going on more than I did At the time 20 years ago um, It's really weird you know But yeah as a kid I, 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 We had no clue what was going on None of us did The Only the adults knew and, um, I think it was early, early in the morning. I'm going to read, not like the whole log time, but kind of like, hey, this is, this is not, you know, uh, so it says, um, um, on September 11th, 2001 at 7.59, American Airlines flight 11. Carrying 81 passengers and 11 crew members, departs from Logan International Airport in Boston, bound for Los Angeles. Um, around 8:14, um, flight 11 was hijacked over Massachusetts. There are five hijackers on board. It says that. Um, and between 842 and 846, flight 175 is hijacked above Northwest New Jersey. There are five hijack- hijackers on board as well. Around 846, flight 11 crashes into the north face of Tower 1 of the World Trade Center between floors 93 and 99. Uh, all 92 people on board were killed. You know, um... Uh, Between 850 and 854, Flight 77 is hijacked above Southern Ohio. Um, There are five hijackers on board. At 9 o'clock, 903, um, Flight 175 crashes into the south face of the South Tower, um, which is the second one. Other World Trade Center, between Floors 77 and 85, all 65 people on board are killed. Uh, 9:37. Flight 77 crashes into the western side of the Pentagon. All 64 people on board are killed. Um, at 9.59, pretty much 10 o'clock, the southern tower of the World Trade Center collapses 56 minutes after the impact of Flight 175, which I believe is the first... Um, the first building... Well, the second one, uh, which is crazy. After, like, almost a whole hour of getting hit, it, it, it took, like, an hour to collapse. It's crazy. Uh, uh, 1028, the north tower of the World Trade Center collapses one hour and 42 minutes after impact the impact of Flight 11. Uh, the Marriott Hotel at the base of the two towers are also destroyed. So those people that were staying there, the hotel as well, um, lost their lives. Um, at five stories of the western side of the Pentagon collapses due to the fire. Two and a half hours after the first plane left Boston, the iconic Twin Towers lay in ruins in Lower Manhattan. And the brave first responders and military personnel were scrambling to save lives and secure the country. Life in America was uh, set on a new trajectory. Um, so yeah, man. I, This was, like, very early in the morning. I remember because we used to go to school at, like, 7 o'clock, 7.30. Um, That's when we would start class. And, um, um, yeah, one of our teachers, like, came running in. Like, they ran, you know, they they flew into the towers, flew into the towers. And um, I don't remember if we were watching TV, but I know we had, like, those... Um, Rollable TVs. It might have been somewhere, Um, but I think they kind of kept that away from us because we were very young, and they obviously didn't want us to know what was going on. Because you know, at eight years old, you don't really know what's going on other than what's inside your own little world. And um, yeah, they they all saw it. This was very early in the morning, you know. Um, we don't know. Uh, I know that we all left school early in... I mean, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes later after all that happened. Because um, the country was on high alert. Because everybody was like, you know, shit, it's a terrorist attack. Uh, If they did that to New York, where are they going to go, you know? Obviously, they were gonna do something else to LA uh, you know and we were scared because they thought they were gonna do something here to Houston so we all went home and um, we all didn't know why I mean most of us were kids so um, and after that it's kind of fuzzy and it's like I remember what happened and then that's that um, two decades is a long time in the world of technology and media. Through the communication channels of that era may seem slow by today's standards, the September 11th terrorist attack still took place in the age of 24-hour cable news coverage and online reporting. Add in the fact that New York was and is still the linchpin of global media, and it's easy to see why media coverage of that attack spread so quickly. Um, this, um, article that I'm reading off of, it's from the World Economic Forum, it's labeled a timeline of everything that happened on uh, 9-11, it's, uh, it's pretty good, I'm reading it, they give, they're, they're giving you, like, the whole trajectory of what happened, um, where the planes hit, you know, at what time, and stuff like that, it's a very interesting read, you know, it gives you just, like, all this information. Which, you know, I mean, they've had time to <laughs> to put all that together. Um, it says, within two minutes of the first impact of the World Trade Center, a nearby camera crew uh, covering New York's uh, mayoral uh, primary election was already broadcasting live a live feed of the burning building to uh TV audience. Uh, within three minutes... The news of the attack hit the Associated Press newswire, and moments after that, major news network, major new um, networks, cut away from scheduled programming to cover the story. Less than ten minutes after the impact, President Bush, who was attending an event at a Florida school, uh, was informed of the crash, uh, which at the point was characterized as an accident, which is kind of weird. <laughs> You know, because, like I said, there's conspiracy theories out there saying that it was planned and he knew about it and that's why he um, didn't show any emotion because, obviously, they were filming and taking cameras and pictures... I mean, taking camera, taking pictures of the event, taking video when he was reading to the kids at, at school. And um, there was, like, no like expression on his face, kind of like, oh, okay. Um, but I think it's because at that moment, you can't freak out, you can't, um, you, you have to put up your poker face, because if people knew what was going on, and they saw the leader freaking out, everybody would freak out, so, uh, that's me, um, but yeah, man, I mean, news spread, I mean, yeah, news spread very quickly, to think that, you know, in 2001, we didn't have Facebook we didn't have Twitter, we didn't have Instagram we didn't have texting we didn't have going live and yet the the news caught to everybody within ten fifteen minutes. It's crazy um, but yeah, I remember I remember like that feeling like what the hell's going on sorry. <coughs> Uh, <clears throat> um, but yeah, it. Nine Eleven is just something, like I said, a lot of us know about, and a lot of us kind of remember, but don't remember, because some of us were very young, you know, millennials and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man, I was in school, and um, after that it was a, it's a blur. I do remember. Like the one year anniversary of what happened on September 11th. And, you know, us being kids, we we're just, they were doing like this memorial or this like, like moment of silence or like something like that. Cause, you know, as soon as all that happened, everybody came together. The whole country came together. You know, we were proud to be Americans. We were helping out one another. We we're helping out our brothers and sisters um, in New York. And, Showing love and support and sympathy to the people that lost their lives. Um, So I kind of like kicked off the whole USA, USA, like uh, patriotism and stuff like that. Um, Which I can see because after a horrific event like that, to see people on national television lose their lives, falling out of buildings, um, can fuck somebody up. I mean, it's crazy. And it's, it's crazy even now because they just said that they found... Or they identified two bodies from the rubble 20 years later. Using the technology that we have now. Um, so people are still getting identified 20 years later. Um, it's crazy, man. It's very crazy. But yeah, I remember like the whole patriotism. like Everyone was like, you, you know, chanting USA, we're... You know, I think that's what kind of kicked off what we are, what we have now, what everybody's seeing, the whole, um, you know, proud to be American and this and that, USA, red, red, blue, you know, this and that, it's still lingering on from, um, from all that, because, um, I mean, why not? I mean, after seeing something like that, to... To come together as a country and be like We're not You know Separate states, we're one country um, United You know um, You know, for a while I was like Yeah, that's cool, you know That's cool, everyone's come together Everyone's showing um, sympathy and love to one another Everyone's kind of like Hey, we can't take each other for granted You know And just the whole thing kicked off crazy shit, man, you know, we ended up going to war, and, uh, apparently it was all for nothing, um, apparently it was all for nothing, and, um, you know, now we're just, now it's like, hey, let's pack up our stuff and let's go, let's, let's leave, (laughs) Where we were at and um, yeah man I, I, it it sucks to know that so many people that lost their lives lost their lives for nothing. the people that lost their lives on 9 eleven lost their lives due to terrorism or whatever else anybody wants to say, but the war. That caused it I mean the, the the event that kicked off the war It was all for nothing it sucks um, But anyways um, I initially wanted to have people Send me clips And like Maybe paragraphs of where they were At the moment of 9-11 What they remember And how they feel about it Now you know being 20 years older um, but I didn't really get anybody who was interested in it. I guess just a lot of people either don't care or they are um, very shy about it. Well, yeah, I mean, due to 9-11, I mean, a lot of things um, came out of that. A lot of good, a lot of bad. Like I said, um, you know, our, our surveillance system and our technology has gotten better to where we can... Be alerted for things like that now, and we can take care of the situation quicker and faster, to where um, something like that would never happen again. Because God forbid we ever have to see that again. You know, a lot of for a lot of us it was it was just like confusing. But the people who were older than me, it was traumatizing. You know, and people who had family members who were involved and and all that it's even worse for them, you know, um, but yeah, man, I, it's, it's, it's a crazy world we live in, um, you know, ultimately, uh, I'm proud of who I am, I'm an American, I'm proud of my country, even if we've done some messed up shit, um, but 9-11 is something I won't forget about. I don't think anybody should forget about it. Um, It's something that a lot of us went through. It's something that a lot of us remember, but don't remember. Um, Because we were so young, it was so um, fresh in our minds that it didn't really stick until we got older and we started thinking about it. Um, But yeah, it's... Like I said, in, in the beginning of this episode, 20 years has gone by so fast, man. So fast. I I remember, like it was a couple of years ago, me being an 8-year-old kid, um, being excited because it's going to be my birthday soon. And then this happens. Um, I don't know what it is, man, but <laughs> things that happen closer to my birthday some shit always happens. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Um, but I'm gonna read the last part of the um, of this article. It says uh, the Pentagon has been repaired, and a shiny 94-story World Trade Center now punctuates the skyline of Lower Manhattan. But not all wounds have healed. It's a beautiful building. Uh, I've never been to New York, but I've seen the building. It's very nice. You know, they have the memorial uh, right there next to them. For one, many 9/11 survivors are living with lingering health issues believed to be linked to the toxic smoke from the attack and the building collapse. Many other are living with the absence of nearly 3,000 loved ones who died during the attacks. Yeah, man, it, to see all like the smoke, uh, the like the dirt and rubble and smoke and everything—it just to like clear through that whole area of new york was like not apocalyptic it was kind of like apocalyptic in a way like if you see those pictures it's like empty it's crazy you know you see the firefighters just covered and just whatever man trying to help these people um it's crazy. It's a crazy, it's a crazy thing to see, man. It's a crazy thing to experience, especially those people in New York, you know, to, to, for people who have lived, that were living next to whatever was going on, had to be fucking, had to be fucking crazy just to hear all that, what was going on, like, it literally r- right outside your window. It's crazy. Uh, it says the Department of Homeland Security is still a lasting legacy of the 9-11 attacks. When DHS began operating in 2003, it was the largest U.S. government reorganization in the 50 years since the Department of Defense was created. In addition to this largely hidden layer of security, people are now encountering more vigorous security protocol at airports around the world as well the recent withdrawal from Afghanistan was a reminder that long shadow of the attack is still influencing events today, even two decades later. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, um, I don't know how it was. I mean, before 2001, when you would go on to a a flight, I'm pretty sure they would just check your luggage and stuff like that and like, oh yeah, go ahead, whatever, you're not bringing anything in here. Um, But everything after that, you know, TSA, they have metal detectors, you know, they have those machines where you put your luggage through, where they see through to see if you don't have anything, they check you, they do background, they do everything, I mean, now, I mean, sometimes they kind of, um, you know, they look at you like, you sure you're not a terrorist, (laughs) you know, Um, but yeah, man, all because of that, it changed everything in this country. Flipped us 180 degrees, and um, some of this stuff was for the better, and some of this stuff was probably for the worst. But yes, um, I know it's just me rambling. Like I said, it was going to be a really short episode. I didn't really plan on doing like a whole hour episode, to be honest. Um, but I do want to give like a, a moment of silence. For the people that lost their lives due to this, um, event 20 years ago. And, um, the people that lost their lives because of this event. Um, in Afghanistan and all that. So, before we close, uh, this episode, uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, it's going to be a very short episode. Um, I know I kind of rambled on and stuff like that, but, um... Yeah, man, this is is the episode. (laughs) So um, before we close, like I said, I do a moment of silence for those people. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, um, let's just do the moment of silence for them now. Alrighty, guys. Well, this concludes our episode. Um, before, and we close as I keep saying, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Inside the North Side Podcast. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. Um, if you guys are having trouble looking for the podcast, you can go to www.linktree. Um, L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash all caps, I-T-N-S. Those will lead you to the links to my social media, to my YouTube channel, and to whatever else that I have up there. I forgot. I have so many links up there. Um, but like I said, if you can't find me on um, Facebook or, or Instagram or something like that, go ahead and go to the link tree. You can find me on there. Um, I do have previous episodes. Um, I just started the season five. Kind of funny, this is a second episode for season five. Um, but yeah, um, I have an episode coming up next week. Special guest Ozil um, from Ozil Media and Pod Houston. Very excited about that. Um, we had a great time sitting down talking about podcasting and. Uh, what led us to become podcasters and stuff like that? So, um, keep a lookout for that episode. Episode comes out next Saturday. Um, um, very good episode. If you're interested in starting podcasts and you want to know more, um, check out that episode. Um, but if you do want to get a little bit more information, you can go check out Pod Houston or hit up, up Obziel. He'll give you more information about that. Or you can check out his YouTube channel where he gives you more information, you know, how to start your podcast, where to start, and stuff like that. So, um, you guys have a good weekend. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. And um, God bless.
1: Good evening. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings, fires burning, huge, huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief, terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat, but they have failed. Our country is strong. A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world, and no one will keep that light from shining. Today, our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature, and we responded with the best of America with the daring of our rescue workers, with the caring for strangers and neighbors who came to give blood and help in any way they could. Immediately following the first attack, I implemented our government's emergency response plans. Our military is powerful and it's prepared. Our emergency teams are working in New York City and Washington, D.C. to help with local rescue efforts. Our first priority is to get help to those who have been injured and to take every precaution to protect our citizens at home and around the world from further attacks. The functions of our government continue without interruption. Federal agencies in Washington, which had to be evacuated today, are reopening for essential personnel tonight and will be open for business tomorrow. Our financial institutions remain strong, and the American economy will be open for business as well the search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts I've directed the full resources of our intelligence and law enforcement communities to find those responsible and to bring them to justice we will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them I appreciate so very much the members of Congress who have joined me in strongly condemning these attacks and on behalf of the American people I thank the many world leaders who have called to offer their condolences and assistance. America and our friends and allies join with all those who want peace and security in the world, and we stand together to win the war against terrorism. Tonight I ask for your prayers for all those who grieve, for the children whose worlds have been shattered, for all whose sense of safety and security has been threatened. And I pray they will be comforted by a power greater than any of us, spoken through the ages in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. This is a day when all Americans from every walk of life unite in our resolve for justice and peace. America has stood down enemies before, and we will do so this time. None of us will ever forget this day. Yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Thank you, good night, and God bless America.